0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new podcast episode on basically uh, nothing, really, I have nothing in plan. I just saw that my old episode uh, was published a month ago uh, on the 27th, and I was like, all right, that's just, it makes sense to make another one today. I've kind of been slacking. I feel ashamed. (laughs) Every time I have to change my description from I upload weekly to uh, I just kind of upload whenever. I mean what 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 was going on in the last weeks that made me not okay school started again I had holidays which I spent hustling on learning a game engine called Godot uh, I'm still doing that right now I've kind of I've switched gears when school started to first doing a course on learning and once that course is done which I plan to finish today uh, <laughs> let's see but that's the plan if not today, it will definitely be finished. No, I'm not going to, if not today, it's going to definitely be finished tomorrow. But goal is to finish it today. Because uh, I figured if you want to learn something, let's say, I, w- I want to learn Japanese. I want to learn more things about coding. There's some other technologies I'm interested in. I want to learn about. It makes sense to first learn. Well, how do I learn properly? What's the perfect way I can learn? Well, close to perfect or good way to learn that we know about at our current stage. Um, and then to go into, okay, actually learning a thing. So let's say if I want to learn a language, well, okay, let's first learn about how to learn, then move on to, okay, how do I learn languages more specifically? What are the best ways to learn this language? It's one concept I got from the course, something I kind of did already, but it's, it's good to kind of, Here's some things you did automatically, and now realize, oh, is this actually a principle, a concept that I can use? And yes, and then actually go to learning a thing, which is which is what I'm planning to, do. and I will do. Now, what I also did is I did a cleanse for a couple of days, the medical medium cleanse and i definitely feel like it cleared up my skin and i felt good for the time i did it i didn't enjoy it itself some of the meals were kind of annoying but i don't give a fuck you know it's about uh, the results and it's somewhat hard to say now it didn't just you know you don't do this cleanse once and it will just fix everything automatically unless perhaps if you're dealing with some serious stuff but my diet was already it's pretty clean um but you know, I spent a bunch of money on like extra, you know, foods and some supplements I needed for it, so, which basically led to me not having uh, much money to actually buy food now. So um, I, I've sort of ended up just eating a, basically a bunch of rice, potatoes, and you know, some apples and bananas for the the week's being. So I'm really looking forward. Um. <sighs> eating plentiful again <laughs> next month although I was pretty lucky my dad he bought this five kilogram net of dates and I was I love eating dates I didn't used to like it but once you get off a bunch of sweets and other stuff uh, now the sugars and refined foods eating a date is like oh it's heaven it's so good it's incredible and yeah he sent me like 2.5 kilograms of dates which i ate in one week <laughs> was it yeah it was pretty much exactly one week but more towards six days than seven days so that was very good well i ate too much i ate, i ate like 2.5 kilograms of dates and jar of honey in a week and which was too much as you can probably tell Now, if is glucose or sugar, which you derive from foods like honey or dates, bad for you? Do some research, make your own opinion on that. Yet, being said, as someone who does think that uh, sugar, glucose, derived from fruits, things like dates, are any fruits but dates have it's kind of its own category it has a lot more sugar in it than other stuff and then also you know honey I I went overboard I think there's no denial about the fact that I went overboard on that that being said i am pretty excited for a bunch of upcoming projects now for since school started i was like okay i need to make a plan and schedule everything into this plan when i'm going to spend time on this 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 so every time every day i have some certain time i spent doing school stuff which is e- either either lectures or i do some extra work for the lectures uh, basically some something like scheduled homework time or quick review session Usually homework time, and then I scheduled about uh, an hour every day to read, an hour to learn Japanese, an hour or a bit more to do programming, and about an hour to do art. And these times may vary slightly from day to day, but more ideally tend to be longer than shorter. Which may sound like, "Well, you have so much time to do like four hours of only hobbies." Well first of all, i'm in college so yes i do have a lot of time but this is like this isn't like oh i have a bunch of free time or doing a bunch of bullshit this is like my day scheduled down to a fifteen minutes uh, exact basis and you may say like oh don't make a plan that exact you never stick to it i stick to it why because i care um Because these are things I want to do. I don't have to force myself to stick to a schedule. uh, Because I make a schedule I like. I make a schedule and I fill it with things that some people may consider work. But for me, it's really working on things I care about. I think the biggest thing that brings me off schedule um, is when I'm tired. When I'm tired and don't have a lot of energy, that's when I kind of get off schedule. So that's really the biggest thing. One, if you can fix your tiredness, it will be so much easier sticking to your schedule. Some other things I have every day is uh, meditation and exercise. And then there's some stuff like chores I also need to do. I just realized I should have... <laughs> right now is a chore scheduled time. <sighs> Well, I guess I'll have to do that tomorrow or I wrap this up really quick. What chores do I have to do? I believe it's cleaning the bathroom and the kitchen. Or just the bathroom. I think I'll be fine. I think I'll manage that tomorrow. All right. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Sometimes you look at it. You know, It's I always have a certain time in my, in my schedule where it's usually take a shower, but since it didn't... Uh, Saturday is a no exercise day. Uh, I don't shower. So I kind of... I make food. I put it in a rice cooker. And while it's cooking this would be this time to clean stuff, but well, it's not. All right, do I have anything of value I can maybe offer a listener? I am kind of tired right now, I'm not gonna lie. I've just uh, felt pretty good until I... (sighs) You know, I love what I study and I love the work I do in school, but we have this one subject, networking, and I liked it last semester. It was a bit of a struggle. Uh, I never attended the classes because I felt that classes were a waste of time because I wasn't teaching. It was basically our teacher was just reading off the PDF and the PDF was from the last teacher as well. So it was old and outdated. And I was like, "Fuck no, I'm just going to do this on my own and uh study on my own and that kind of worked on and off but in the end i did manage to uh, catch up with what i missed in class although i technically speaking in my opinion i didn't really miss anything in that class (laughs) and i wrote the exam and i got a Very good, Gary. Great. But now this semester, basically it's, the first semester was kind of the theory. This semester is where we actually do like practical networking in theory. That's what it should be. Normally we go to laboratory and then we do some tests or work on the computers there. But no, now instead we do it all at home and it's so, it takes so many hours. It's like five hours plus for some of these things. And it's not like they teach you some of that stuff. They don't even teach you. You kind of just struggle your way around the internet, Googling a bunch of shit. And it's just super. It drains you, you know. I thought about that, you know. uh, Some people I know who I feel like they're they're not doing much with their life because they uh, didn't really have anything they want to do, anything they care about. And I really think it's just because of the school system. I really think it's because uh, if they wouldn't, uh, if they wouldn't have gone through this soul-draining process, which I call school, uh, I think college is a lot better than school because uh, you're actually doing something you care about. But even then, this is an example where I know this is also due to COVID. That's true, but it's really it dra- it drains your soul and your energy, and school is just. No, it's such a good representation of that. Now, if you go into school in America, school America, uh, that's different. I really love the school in America; it's a lot better. But even that, I'm sure you get used to. But it, the school in Germany, ah, oh, it's horrible. I hate it. And thank God I'm not. I don't have to go to school anymore. I'm so thankful I do not have to go to that place. You know, it has some good things. And. I have some okay memories from school, but it's just better ways to do it. I remember listening to this podcast lately about these two neuroscientists, and they talked about brain health, Alzheimer health, Alzheimer's health, uh, Alzheimer's, and I don't remember the names, probably because of Alzheimer's and i do remember they have a website and i I imagine if you type in neuro9 or something along the lines of alzheimer's recovery plan neuro9 something along those lines you'll uh, you'll find it they were on the rick roll podcast and uh, i believe it's called the plant power uh, podcast and their children uh both like finished high school when they were 10 and i believe the one guy like a college degree by the time he's 15 and he's working with all these cool associations organization i don't actually know what the difference between us associate association and organization is i might have googled that before anyways the point is what they did they were you know they kind of let their children's natural curiosity blossom when they were a child and they had them in school for a short bit but then they realized ah school is just shite and they took them out of it and homeschooled then and now you have these super incredible incredibly talented kids i guarantee you that now, of course, you can just say, oh, it's just it's just, it's just, the genetics, blah, 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 blah. No. I guarantee you that we would have at least 10 times the amount of children that are that talented and capable if they had been raised the same way. At least 10 times the amount in comparison to now, if not more. I think it's if we would... Actually, educate people properly from a young age and know how to raise them. um, Perhaps children like that could be the norm. There's just a lot of factors, you know, and, you know, not everyone has great parents and great resources, but I do think that's not something we can move towards. And imagine that. Imagine what kind of society you can build if that's your base citizen. It's incredible. Yet, and even this talk about, oh, we need to digitalize, uh, g- digitalize schools. Oh, look how, yeah, we digitalize the school. Well, look, they have a smart board now. Like if that's if that's the way to revolutionize the education system by putting a smart board in the classroom, really? What's the difference? Like now, before I was writing on a chalkboard, but now I'm writing on a whiteboard or a, a smart board. Oh, shit. Man, my learning just doubled because I changed the material I write my notes on. Uh, it's silly. And you know, one of the things I read an article about is... Germany, we have this thing called competence-orientierte Bildung, which the idea is... It was very lofty. I just, I googled that term. There was no good explanation of the term, but uh, from what I understood, the gist of it is that you give people an education that will help them prepare them for the work world, and because of that, they stripped out a bunch of the curriculum, particular particularly in math. Uh, the article the article I read was about math, and it kind of exposed that the exercises we get in schools this is about germany but if you're in america like they do like yearly tests or every couple of years test that uh every couple of years to do a test that uh tests how capable students are at math uh, around the world germany is like in the top 10 top 15 if you're in the u.s i, I didn't even see the u.s on that list <laughs> but still germany wasn't at the top i believe at the top was uh Shanghai and second Hong Kong, yeah, both China, but yeah, China was at the top and it basically exposed that the education system and that the stuff uh, we learn in German math class is, seems to be very practical, but when you break it down, it's not actually used. Um, but it also what it really came to is that this idea of teaching practical stuff in math is not what math is about. Math is not about just, oh, uh, you know, it's about learning this formula so you can apply this formula at your job at Walmart later on in life. No, the idea of math is to learn critical thinking and problem solving and to learn, oh, I have these things given. I have these tools in my mind. Well, how can I combine them creatively to solve this problem? Math is teaching you how to solve problems. That math can also explain the world and be used to calculate things. That's a nice side thing for school. Of course, it's important if you become an engineer. But really what's important in school is that you learn how to solve problems because that's solve problems because that's something you're going to need universally. But no, instead they stripped it out and say, "Hey, you know, we're only going to keep the stuff that's actually applicable to later life." I did quotation marks marks around applicable but then even though that's not a good reason that's not a good way of doing math is only to care oh what's well, applicable well that's basically nothing or so complicated you don't get it um, so you narrowed it down so you don't uh, get exposed to this wide uh, wide array of uh, questions which can uh, help you practice a wide array of, like your problem solving on a, a wide basis. No, we made it just practical. And then the practical is even shite. So it's not actually practical. That's what that exposed. And you might be saying, oh, math is hard enough. But not math doesn't have to be hard. I used to be shit at math so long. And now I'm good at math. Uh, I went from like a five. I, I, in Germany, we have grades from one to six. Six is the worst. One is the best. I had a five in math fours and then one year I had a five and in the end I had like sixes I'm sure I had a six in some exam five in the end year exam and now in my uh, two math college classes I have a 1.7 and a 1.3 so I'm way better how did that happen my brain just double in size no I learned how to properly learn and I got interested in math because math is a cool subject but someone has to teach it to you in a cool way and someone has to teach you why you're doing math, which is stupid. And first of all, students shouldn't have to ask, oh, what do you need this for? You should ha- First of all, explain them, you're not doing this because you need it. You should explain to them, oh, you're doing this because you're learning to solve problems and also teaching children that the brain can develop and grow and you can become smarter. Your intelligence is not a fixed thing. But your mind can develop and get better and get smarter. So just because you don't don't feel you're not smart right now or because you feel you can't do this problem right now doesn't mean you won't be able to. That actually separates the good students from the bad ones. Biggest factor is just actually sticking to the problems and loving the process of solving the problems and getting through the hard times. They don't give up. Good students don't give up when they see a difficult problem. No, they double down and try and solve it. Really, how intelligent you are is really dependent on how much time you spend deliberately practicing in the right way a subject, how passionate you are, how much you care about it. And that's really what the teacher should be there for. And also, if you have a white base of math problems, um, you're actually learning to understand how things connect, so you don't have to learn a bunch of shit by heart. So math can be a cool subject, but I know it doesn't feel that way if you're not good at it. I, and I know it feels like I, for so many years, even like two, one, one year ago, one and a half years ago, I felt like I just wasn't great at math or that I couldn't do it till I realized, no, it's just, once you get a, a bit of a, a success a feeling from doing something, you know, X, a Positive feedback is good uh, when getting started with something, negative feedback is good when you're longer on, because negative feedback teaches you more, but positive feedback is what initially gives you, uh, gets you motivated. So yes, that would be a good way. And I think really a good way to change the education system would be to make it more interactive make more visual. If you really see what's happening, it's so much better. How how easy is it to recall an image of an event that happened? Like to kind of have an image, even if it's just really blurry of what you did as for breakfast this morning, versus someone just gives you some number strings and trying to remember that. Um, You can also remember that, but really your memory is very visual. So having interactive experiences now it's a lot of work. Maybe, maybe the move would be to say, "Fuck school. Uh, we're just going to make this a open system, perhaps regulated by the government in some way, where everyone, uh, where freelancers can make a bunch of courses or interactive games or whatever that will teach you things in a fun way. And then when you complete enough of those or some of the basic ones," important ones then you get a certificate hard to say I definitely think the education system needs to I think it's it's better than not having education for sure but that's the difference between the 10 year old that's or the 15 year old that's in school and hates it Feels as shit. Now, if you're in the U.S., it might be a different story. I, I'll be honest. I took easy classes in the U.S. So, for me, that year was just chilling and playing tennis in the tennis team. And it was so amazing. Um, Maybe if you're more, you know, take more advanced classes because you uh, feel it's important for your future, Um, it's more stressful and more draining, maybe. Although, a- anything that's draining, you can make fun, really shouldn't put all the blame on, on the teachers or the system. Uh, you can turn it around. I know friends that are in college right now, and they're not having fun, but I'm having fun because I'm doing something I fucking love. And I enjoy doing Which is another thing, you know. I think the way to find something, you like a career that interests you, is not doing something you're passionate about. I am like playing video games, or I did a lot in the past. I mean, I should have become a professional gamer. Maybe. Uh, you should find something that you feel can you can have an impact with, something you can make cool shit with. In life, it doesn't matter as much. Uh, it doesn't matter as much what you're doing. It matters who you're being when you're doing something. What kind of person are you when you're doing something? How do you think about yourself when you're doing something? You can sit at a computer and code, feel miserable because you feel you're forced to be there. And it's draining you or you can feel like you're building something fucking cool and honing in a skill that can be applied in certain ways to change the fucking world. And then it's fun. So it's not as much what you're doing but how you think about what you're doing. What kind of person you are when you're doing it. Who you're being when you're doing it. Kind of a mix of Lessons I learned from uh, the learning course I'm doing and conversations with God from Neil Donald Walsh. So, yeah. Now I really enjoy the sun coming out. It was yesterday was so nice weather and I went for a run. And I sat down on my bed afterwards, tried to keep away my phone, and looked outside the window. And it was just so beautiful. And I, I was just so happy. So sometimes I, I really feel like if people could sometimes feel, uh, the joy I felt for life now I'm not always like that you know sometimes I'm right now I'm a bit tired uh although the podcast gives me some energy and some people that are wasting their lives away could feel how I feel or you know there's people that are so far beyond where I am at uh so much more in in life than I am uh they can feel what those people feel like I think those people would radically change their life and they would do so quickly I think really that people don't just don't realize where they could be. You know, when people hear like these these things, like, oh, you know, monks live in bliss. Of course, not all of them. There's more nuance to that. Nuance to nuance to that than that. But uh, I think you don't realize that it kind of hits like it doesn't sink in. It's like, oh yeah, well oh, that must be. Him. It's not until you experience a taste of that that you're like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see where that can go. I'm excited. You know, I have so much I'm doing. This one of my ideas of this podcast It's kind of document my journey to success. That one day when I have it all together. And that's where I feel I'm moving, I'm moving towards, uh, really feel I'm moving towards this great life. Um, I'm sure there will be more ups and downs though, so more things to learn. But this, this thing, this podcast will have documented it from close to the start. You know, I did this, started this podcast after I came back from uh, the US and I really, my journey started like two years before that. But it's still a lot and you will still be able to see a lot, which is really why I'm not giving up on this. You know, I'm not always motivated to do this uh, just because, you know, if at the start, a big motivation was like, oh, this podcast is going to be a success. And now like three years in, <laughs> still no one's listening to it. Uh, I, I think what really kept me going is that I enjoy it and that I think in the future it will provide value. Uh, and I don't care if no one listens to it. I enjoy doing it, and I feel like in the long run, uh, this will be a good documentation of my life, my success. It sounds very arrogant, but we'll see. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I appreciate appreciate every listener. If you're listening to this, I, I see that extra view. I notice. Uh, I'll see you in the next episode, which might be whenever. And I thank you for listening. Have a great day.